Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 3 of season 3 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Remember to welcome strangers in your homes. There was something good that and welcomed angels without knowing it. So yesterday we began a mini-series on angels. And in yesterday's episode of Hope and Coffee, we looked at how angels were created at the beginning, created before the earth, that Satan and the other angels fell before the Garden of Eden, and how there are multitudes of angels. I also said that I'm no expert, that what I'm sharing comes from my own research and experience, because I feel God wants me to raise awareness of angels and the spiritual realms. Now, there are believed to be in the region of 273 references to angels in the Bible, yet in my research there seems to be much division on some aspects. For example, I said I believed angels were created at the beginning and before earth, where some say we cannot say when angels were created exactly. However, it is speculated that the angels were created early on the first day. But whether or not angels were created on the first day or not is one of those things we are not meant to know. The important thing is they were created and they are an important part of our faith. Now, there are a couple more things I want to explore today. Firstly, that some angels take on physical form. Now, I'm not talking here of the physical manifestations like Gabriel surrounded by light and giving specific messages, although that is documented within the Bible. No, I mean secret angels in physical form who we do not recognise. As Hebrews chapter 13 suggests, be kind to strangers, for in doing so some have shown hospitality to angels. For example, is that homeless person you showed kindness to actually an angel? What about that stranger you helped with the directions? Were they an angel? If angels walk among us, we should always try to live holy lives, showing love and compassion at all opportunities. Which brings me to my next point. So let's look together at Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. See that you don't despise any of these little ones, the angels in heaven, I tell you, are always in presence of my Father in heaven. It is my belief that angels are always with us, and that we all have at least one angel accompanying us on our journey. Now, this belief comes from both research and experience. You see, here in Matthew chapter 18, how Jesus himself says that children's angels always see the face of his Father in heaven, And yesterday I started with Psalm 91, verse 11, which says God will command his angels concerning us. But these suggest that angels are forever present, watching over us, fighting spiritual battles that most of us aren't aware of. But I also believe angels are always with us, and we all have our own angels because of experience. As I said yesterday, there are many gifts, and amongst those gifts, is the ability to sense angels. Now, this is a gift I have personally believed God has given to me, but it has varied over the years. 
Sometimes it has taken concentration and effort, other times it has come easily. Yet there have always been distinct times I have sensed the angelic hosts. As it is more of a sensory thing, it's hard to put into words. But it's like sensing a presence, yet a presence of varying power that suggests different levels, a hierarchy if you will. This is supported by the Bible when we look at Revelation chapter 12 verses 7 to 8 where it says, Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. Michael and his angels. This suggests Michael was in charge, therefore suggesting a hierarchy. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16, it says the Lord will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel. Not just an angel, but an archangel. So for me there is a hierarchy, but my experiences go deeper, not just power levels. But I nearly always get a sense of colour in my mind. For example, one friend of mine has what I believe to be a large gold angel, and another has a smaller pale blue angel. Like I said, it's hard to explain, yet I know that my experiences are real. So now let's look together at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 12. God revealed to those prophets that their work was not for their own benefit, but for yours. As they spoke about those things which you have now heard from the messengers who announced the good news by the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. These are the things which even the angels would like to understand. Regardless of power, angels serve God as we do, and they are not omnipotent. As it says here in 1 Peter chapter 1, angels long to look into these things. They aren't all powerful and they aren't all seeing, but they are set apart. Yet beyond all of this, angels are not just created, they are living beings. If we look at Matthew chapter 28 verse 5, it says, The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. This, and other manifestations of angels in the Bible, suggest angels are intelligent, able to speak and to convey messages. At the very least, it suggests the capacity to remember. As in Luke chapter 2 verse 10, the angel who appeared to the shepherds said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Again, bringing a message shows intelligence, but this example also shows something else. But before I explore that, let's look at Job chapter 38 verses 6 and 7. The holds of the pillars that support the earth they laid the cornerstone of the world. In the dawn of that day, the stars sang together, and the heavenly beings shouted for joy. So in Job, as in Luke chapter 10, we are told of joy. The angels sing for joy, and in Luke 10, tidings of great joy. Angels are capable of feeling. They have emotions. There are many examples of angels singing for joy in the Bible like Luke chapter 2 verse 13, Luke chapter 15 verse 10, Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3. Feel free to look those up and to look up others. 
But as well as emotions, angels have a will. If we look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6, it says, And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. There is free will, a choice. At the beginning, when Satan and his angels were cast down, they had chosen to rebel against God. So, in many ways, angels are like us, except that they are living in spiritual bodies. Now, I'm not saying we are angels, just that we share similarities. Food for thought, maybe. However, I feel that this is probably a good place to pause and take a breath and end this episode of Hope and Coffee for today before we get into too much more detail and move forward. So I'm going to leave you with a challenge and it's basically the same as yesterday's challenge, just slightly different, or at least slightly differently worded. And the challenge is this, become more aware of angels and the spiritual realms. God may surprise you. Let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you that you command your angels regarding us, that you send your angels to watch over us and to protect us, to fight those spiritual battles that we cannot fight, that we are too weak to fight. And Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we would all become more aware of angels and the angelic hosts as well as the spiritual realms and the negative that goes with that, that we would become aware of the enemy, that we would have a greater sense of where the enemy is and when the enemy is attacking us, that we may stand firm in you, knowing that you and your angels are fighting for us. In Jesus' name, Amen.